Salutations, friends, and welcome to another episode of Nerddom and Knowledge. First in your podcast list. Last picked in Dodgeball, I'm James. And I'm Jerry. And today we are here to discuss the wonderful world of virtual gaming. VR, virtual reality. VR troopers. An old reference that most of you will not get. <laughs> because we're a little bit older ourselves. Yes, not old, Seasoned. Older. We're well seasoned. Seasoned, I like I that. I like that. We're like a good steak. We're well seasoned. Indeed. But first, before we get into the main event, folks, you know what you know what we got to do. You yeah. know what we got to do. You know how it goes. This ain't your first rodeo. And a damn sure ain't ours. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> so we're going to start with our sponsors. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and kick it off yeah, with our favorite sponsor, our best sponsor, our biggest sponsor, Will Clark over at IT Services and Networking, LLC. They provide hardware software support for small and mid-sized businesses. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, IT Services and Networking has got you covered. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. Try it. We dare you. Go ahead. You can't. Do it right now. Take five seconds. Pause the audio. And you're back. And you couldn't find anybody better to do it. And we told you so. Ha ha. Yeah. But uh, seriously, though, thank you very much, Will, for all your sponsorship. <laughs> we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. We, we really do. Yes. We really do. And then, of course, we need to thank our uh, other special friends over at CBD Essentials for offering our listeners a special discount. A special discount? The specialist of discountists. Oh, oh folks, listen up. Listen up. This is going to yes. get good. <clears throat> so if you go to the CBD Essentials website, uh, which is CBDEssentialsUSA.com, and you enter the promo code NAK15 when you check out. You can save 15% on your purchase. Mind blown. I hope that wasn't loud in the microphone. I hope so too. Let's, why are we whispering now? I don't know. Maybe okay, we're trying to make okay. up for it. There we okay. go. Okay. <laughs> but uh, not only that, but they will deliver the products directly to your door. No need to go out. No need to strap on a mask and go huddle with the masses. You just get your stuff, deliver straight to your door. Pants optional. You need to social distance. Bump you. I order my stuff from CBD Essentials. There is no more social distancing than being alone in my house. That's just like me being sad right now. But seriously, though. And also, they also offer CBD dog treats for your little fur babies to help with their walks and their barks and uh, hips and joints. And, you know, their hips don't lie. If they're telling you they're hurting, then you got to get them some CBD dog treats. That's right. And, James, now we must pay homage to the almighty one, the anchor.fm. Yeah, folks. Uh, you heard the ad at the intro of the show, but we've got to shout them out again because we just can't thank them enough. Nope. We, we never will be able to. Never. Anchor.fm. You can find them on the web at anchor.fm, or you can find their app on both the iTunes shop yep. and you can find them on Google Play. Uh-huh. But you can download the free app, or you can go to the website. You can listen to all kinds of great music and podcasts. Like Nerdum and Knowledge. Indeed. Or if you want to start your own podcast, maybe you've been thinking about it. Maybe you got something you want to say and get out to an audience. Yeah, Guess maybe what? you're sitting here going like, hey, these two idiots make a podcast. I can do that. Well, you can. That's the beauty of you it. You certainly can. We're two idiots, and we did it. Exactly. So what you do is you go get the app or you go to the website. You go to register your podcast. You come up with a name. You can record it through your laptop or through your cell phone. You don't even need a laptop. You nope. can do it all through your cell phone. You don't even need a fancy microphone, but we have them. We but have you don't them. need them. You don't need them. Uh, you can 
upload your podcast for free. Yes, free. And they will distribute it to many major uh, podcast platforms, including Spotify, including uh, Overcast, which is iTunes. Yes. Uh, Google Cast, Pocket Breaker. Cast, Breaker, yes. Jerry's favorite. Yeah, Breaker. I always leave that one for him. That's his yes, favorite. I like the way it sounds. Breaker. Breaker. I must break you. Your but, podcast, at least. But yeah, you can you can actually do it all for free, all from the comfort of your own home. And it's from, free. From your cell phone. It's freaking free. Like, it should cost money. It doesn't cost money. But it should cost money. And here's the best part, folks. And we don't really talk about this much on the show, mainly because we don't want competition. No, but, none. Uh, you can actually uh, get sponsors for free, too. You don't have to go out and find them. Yeah, Anchor.fm will find them for you. Yeah, they really will. Matter of fact, you start a podcast, Anchor.fm is already your first sponsor. Yeah, they, and we appreciate that. And Hence we why do. we give them a shout out on the show. That's right. Yes, and we got to thank some friends of the podcast. So first, we want to give some shout outs to our good friends over at JoyConGamers.com. You can also find them on Facebook under Joy-Con Gamers and on Twitter at Joy-Con Gamers. That's Joy-Con Gamers, which is news for gamers, by gamers. And where else do you want to get your gaming news? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to find out about technology, you would go to yeah, like Wired.com. Yeah. Or Geek Squad. Yeah. Over at uh, Best Buy, right? Mm-hmm. They have the Geek Squad, yeah. You'd ask the Geek Squad at Best Buy. Yeah. If you want to get your <clears throat> gaming news, you go to Gamers. Yeah. Makes sense. We're gamers. We'll give you gaming news. Yep. But, Absolutely. But not like Joy-Con gamers. Not even close. Nope. <clears throat> but we also need to thank our friends over at Kalis Boutique. You can find them on Facebook at Kalis Boutique. They carry clothing and accessories for babies and toddler- toddlers. Don't forget, that is Kalis Boutique, where the selection is unique. That rhymes. It does. It does. I'm like the cat in the hat. You really are. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, Sam I, I am. am. Uh, and we need to give a special shout out to our uh, new social media czar, Matthew, who was killing it. Killing, killing it, dog. It. Killing it. He posted a fantastic meme earlier about playing Risk with friends. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's hilarious and accurate. He is chilling like a <clears throat> villain, throwing spirit bombs like Krillin. At Bob Dylan. Yeah. We well, did that. Yep, we did that. Yep. Yeah. We're going to stop, though. Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> uh, and we have some uh, friends over on TikTok who we need to give a little shout-out for. I'm let James take it away. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, couple of big shout-outs. Uh, top gifter for this week in our lives where we talked about our future plans was Sacha underscore 907. So, Sacha, thank you so much for yes. all of your gifts, all of the support of the show. Thank you, Sacha. We appreciate it. And, of course, last week we did trivia. We did do trivia. We did a special trivia. We did a very special trivia because we had a mystery guest on last week's podcast. And yes. that was the only trivia question indeed and so you've heard that podcast now so there is no longer a mystery it was the swedish lady she was our secret guest and we had our first third time third time three time third time winner uno dos trace of trivia now the second time this young lady won she gave her right to pick the topic to somebody else but this week she kept it yeah she kept it this week and she picked a good one she did pick a good one the wonderful world of vr yes which we're going to get into a minute but first we must give the lady her due and say her name for all the world to hear. Frosty, Frosty Bacon Soda! And we hope that, I hope we, we hope you had the volume down a little bit in yeah, your car. but we harmonized so well. That was nice. That was good. That was I'm going to need to be up here. And I need to be a little bit more down here. And we did it again. There, yep, that worked. Uh, but uh, speaking of other social media platforms you can find us on, you can find us on Facebook at Nerdom and Knowledge Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Nerdom K. Uh, you can go follow us on Instagram at Nerdom and Knowledge Podcast, where we have posts. 
We have stuff. There are things on the page. There are pictures and videos. Yes, you can click and on memes. them. And memes. Oh, my. And they will do stuff. Pictures and videos and memes. Oh, oh my. my. Uh, and, of course, you can always reach us at our website, nerddemonknowledge.com, or at our email address, N-A-K at nerddemonknowledge.com. That's N-E-R-D-O-M-A-N-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E dot com. We approach the threshold of 40, folks. Will we make it tonight? Stay tuned. <laughs> and, of course, you can always go sponsor us at Patreon if you choose. James, take it away, my friend. Yes, you can. Now, for those of you that are on TikTok, you can actually go to my link tree in my bio. There is a link to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Or, for those of you that aren't on TikTok, which is fine, you can actually go to Patreon.com. Uh-huh. You can search for Nerddemon Knowledge Podcast. You can. Uh, we have one video up right now, but more videos are coming, including yes. some of our merch. Absolutely. Which, for... We are about to set a donation marker where if you make a certain donation, you will be able to get merchandise for your donation. You can. And we got some pretty cool shirts. Yep. And some other accessories, too. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that right now. We just want to say, if you want to sponsor the show, no amount is too small. No amount is too big. No, not at all. So you want to give us a couple meal, we'll take it. I mean, yeah. put it to good use. If you want to send us ramen. Yeah. We like ramen. ramen. We like ramen. Preferably oriental. I like beef. Yeah, you do. Ha, <laughs> you bastard. Anyways. Sorry, I couldn't help us out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. You left me open for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of did. <laughs> but anyways, if you, want, if you want to make a donation to the podcast to help support us and our cause, we would greatly appreciate it we so would. very much. Yes, we would. And uh, as we mentioned before, you get a shout out on the podcast. So Danielle, Phil. Raymond, we appreciate your donations. Thank you very much, guys. So very much. You just don't know how much. Yes, indeedly doodly. But now, it is time time for the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Nerdum and Knowledge proudly brings to you the wonderful world of VR gaming. Ding, ding, ding. (sighs) 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 Okay, yeah, that was cheesy. Yeah, that was bad. And now my mic smells. <laughs> I had onions for dinner. We won't talk about it. All right. So, uh, as usual, it is time for some VR fun facts. And you're thinking, VR fun facts? Really? Well, you're damn right. We got some. What do you think? We're not going to give you fun facts? What do you think this is? Some kind of Rudy Pooty candy ass podcast? No. We're bringing the hits, man. That's right. We do it every week. But we're going to start with the first one. The very first VR headset was called the Telesphere Mask. And was invented in 1960. It 1960. Cons- it consisted of a stereoscopic 3D TV with wide vision and full stereo sound. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of you are wanting to, are going to bring up the Sword of Damocles. No disrespect to the Sword of Damocles, but when you were talking about a VR headset, mm-hmm. you're talking about a different animal than what the Sword of Damocles was. Sword of Damocles was visual only. Yep. This is the visual and the audio together in one headset. Yes. So, yes, we acknowledge the Sword of Damocles was technically one of the first VRs. And yes, we understand that the video scope, the little click on the side to see the pictures in 3D, yeah. was invented in 1939. Yes, that is also considered VR, but we're talking about a different animal here. We're talking about virtual reality gaming, specifically. Correct. So, so. and But uh, VR isn't just for gaming. Uh, it's actually being used very heavily in the healthcare industry uh, to treat people with depression, anxiety, autism, PTSD, and it's even used to help treat people with addictions. Indeed, indeed. And guess who else uses it? NASA has used it. 
in the past. Oh, yeah. uh, the military uses it. Air Force. And flight instructors. Yes. Just for the public who want to get their flight license. Yeah. Guess what? They have virtual simulators, which is virtual reality gaming technology. It really is. Except for the fact that it's like you're literally going to die if you don't finish this game correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, not literally. Well, I mean, yeah, if you don't learn how to fly a plane on the simulator, you get into a real plane, you're, you're screwed, buddy. Well, like, if you can't pass the simulator, they won't let you fly. We hope. Yeah, like, one would hope. Yeah, who, who knows how the licensing goes these days? Uh, I don't even want to take a guess. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so Jerry, you want to take the next one? Sure, I can do that. So the first commercially available VR device, and I, I love this absolute name, was the iPhone. Hold on. E-Y-E-P-H-O-N-E. The iPhone. Not the I, the letter I phone. Yeah, no, the, no, 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 the, no, 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 no. Not folks. the tiny iPhone. No, I as in I in your head. iPhone 1 HRX, and it cost $49,000 for the gloves and the headset. That's like two cars. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You had to really love video games to buy that thing. Now, the reason I gave Jerry that one is because I have a little blurb to add on to that. Go right ahead. Now, that iPhone 1 HRX system, the glove itself was bought by another company called Mattel. And guess what they did? They turned around and used it for another gaming system. Any of you older people, you know exactly what it is. Indeed. The Power Glove. The Power Glove. The Nintendo Power Glove is actually from the glove that was designed for this suit. Yes, and it's the most cumbersome controller ever in the history of controllers, but damn it, it was fun. <laughs> it was there, and if you had one, you were the coolest kid on the block. Yeah, except for the fact that you can only play it with one hand. Yeah. Which made it very difficult. Indeed. But now uh, we move on to a company called Vario. Uh, which is working currently on a VR display that will allow you to see as clearly as the real world because they programmed the interface to see like the actual human eye. Yes. So instead of a single camera looking at a single image, rendering that image, they designed a bunch of tiny optical photoreceptors that operate the exact same way your eye does, take all that information in at once and then transmit it to you via the headset. So literally it's like you're looking with an electronic eye and it looks just like you're looking with your real eye. Not quite ready for a commercial use yet, but they're getting there. Exactly. And VR is actually predicted to be a $34 billion, billion with a B, dollar industry by 2023. That's three years from now. That, folks, that's big money. That's a whole lot of money. That's a whole lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros. That's mm -hmm. like uh, nine zeros. Yeah, that's yeah, nine, nine zeros. zeros. And finally, folks, we move on to Sony's PSVR was created in secret by a small team of engineers. The execs at Sony had no idea it existed until it was finished. This team worked for Sony, yeah. but said, no, nah, we're not going to tell Sony about this shit. We're going to go to our basement after hours. We're going to work on the shit in my, Matt's garage. Matt, we're coming over. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring the beer. Well, you better damn well bring the beer. My wife's tired of you drinking all her beer. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, but seriously. The, and why are we always doing it at my house? You guys have garages. This is bullshit. Well, Bob's garage smells like fish. Well, that's not my problem. Tell Bob to clean his fucking fridge out. <laughs> but seriously, folks, they were doing this in secret. Yeah. Sony had no idea until None. they finished it and walked up to the execs at Sony and said, hey, we just built something. You were working on something? Yeah, this. What? Yeah. And uh, it's pretty fucking awesome if you've had one or used one. So, yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. So now we'll take a small moment and we shall define VR gaming for you because there is a small chance that there's somebody listening to this podcast right now who's not familiar with the VR gaming world and what it actually means. So 
we're going to explain it to you right now. Exactly. So virtual reality gaming is the term used to describe a specific type of game that gives a player a fully immersive first-person perspective of the game action. So in the game situation, you are not seeing what else is around you. You're literally immersed into the universe, whatever the game creates for you. Uh, Now, you may be able to see like an avatar body of yourself. Like if you put your hand out, you'll see a computer hand. But the other environment around you is completely simulated, not necessarily dependent on the environment you find yourself in when you put on the headset. And for those of you who are not familiar but maybe have seen the game Doom, think about the game Doom, but you can't see the TV screen. You can't see what the window. You can't see your wall. You can't see what's going on around you. Think about you being right at the screen, but being able to see it just as you see it on the screen. Yeah. You're, you're in a three-dimensional world, and you are seeing everything around you as if you're in it. Yeah, so if you turn around, there's shit behind you. Yeah. You look to your right, there's shit beside you. That's how it works. And if you look up, there's shit might, there might be shit <clears throat> above you. Yeah, you hope not, though, because if it's going to come down on you, then yeah. Because shit does run downhill. Yep. Now, uh, this is typically achieved through the use of specialized equipment, headsets, gloves, hand controllers, sensors, etc. Yes. So you remember a couple of episodes ago, we were doing the science of Assassin's Creed. Right. And we were talking about the suit that Tesla is developing that has the haptic sensors in it to give you feedback. Uh, This is something not quite that advanced, uh, but I'm sure it'll eventually get there, uh, which we'll talk about later on when we talk about the future of VR gaming. Uh, but now this is, we want to make some clarifications here, okay? So now when we're speaking about VR, we're not talking about uh, the other uh, types of uh, gaming reality. First of all, it's not to be confused with augmented reality or AR. That's a type of game in which pre-programmed elements are placed into a real-world environment. Uh, first option that comes to mind is Pokemon Go. If you play Pokemon Go and you hold your phone up and you're looking at the road outside of you, you'll see a Pokemon there. That's augmented reality. Uh, Walking Dead has a game just like yes, that. Yes, they do. It's fantastic. Also, uh, you can use it for like uh, IKEA has a furniture app where you can uh, take like do video of your living room and click on a piece of furniture and it'll put the furniture in your room so you can see what it looked like actually in your house. So it's actually just taking an object and placing it into a real world environment through a phone display. Exactly, except for the fact that you'll still have to put it together when IKEA brings it to you. Because yeah, that's it, how IKEA it, gets you down. Can't, you can't just click a button and place it there. But God, that would be awesome. That really would, because fuck IKEA, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, your furniture is entirely too hard to put together. <laughs> this is the hill upon which I shall die. <laughs> you will die trying to put it together. Yeah, I will. I'll be you, like you'll, Deadpool you'll a, you when will, they put the thing together and he steps away from it and he just fucking falls over. You will either die of exhaustion or you will have a stroke. Yeah. From the anger and the rage. Yep, I had a stroke once. Felt so good I had another. <laughs> ah. Good one. A little dad humor there for you. Yep. Uh, now, it's also not to be confused with another type of technology called MR, mixed reality, in which a digital construct or overlay can be used to manipulate real-world applications. Uh, in other words, uh, Tony Stark's holographic armor sim and Jarvis interface. Yes. So it's a hologram. Uh, it's not actually there, but he can interact with it to control an actual computer. Uh, so think about like if you had the ability to like uh, create a holographic keyboard on your desktop that you could use to actually type into your computer. That is actually what they refer to as mixed reality. Like there was a there was a thing a few years ago, and it never came to fruition. But supposedly there was supposed to be an iPhone that was supposed to come out that had the little light display that would throw a keyboard onto your yep. uh, countertop, mm-hmm. and you could actually touch the areas. And the sensor was supposed to be able to read your fingers and tell what you were typing, and that would be like a virtual keyboard. Yes, now same you principle. Can, yeah, but you can actually get aftermarket uh, things that actually do that for you um, if you choose to purchase them accessories to go with the phone. And you'd be able to do that. Right. Uh, but I just want Tony Stark's holographic interface. I just yeah, want to just give me that. that. Yeah. 
keep all the other crap. I just want to make a holographic suit of armor. I mean, I know I can't do anything with it, but I'll take the dunce robotic arm. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Or that little thing where he balls up all the stuff and then throws it across and gets like scores points. I yeah. want that game in my house. Yeah. It's all I do. There'd be no more podcasts. Jerry, what are you doing? I'm shooting trash into a holographic basket, bro. You want to come play two on two? Shirts versus skins. Let's do this. <laughs> the podcast would be over at that point, folks. Yeah, because we'd be too tired to come back and record. It'd be in the phone. Like, oh, thanks for listening to Nerd. I can't breathe. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to stop podcasting. Yeah, we got to stop playing sports. <laughs> we got to keep podcasting. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, uh, Frosty Bacon Soda asked us to talk about the current state of VR gaming and then where it's going to be going into the future. So right now, we're going to look at the actual current state of VR uh, that is available for you today. Right. Now, we're going to go ahead and make a concession here, okay? In the midst of a pandemic, VR gaming would be a perfect escape from the harsh reality of everyday life. We can all concede that. It'd be great to be able to interact with other people in a virtual environment without having to leave your house because sometimes you can't leave your house. Uh, but VR gaming is still considered to be a very niche market. Um, you would think that as technology has progressed, that, that VR gaming has become a bigger uh, you know, slice of the pie of the market. But it really hasn't. People haven't really latched onto it like everybody thought they would. But that is a trend that is changing. Right. Uh, I'm sure some of you have seen the videos where people have gotten the VR headset. Now, there's one that is really popular right now. It's like 20 or 30 bucks. And what it is, is all it does is, is it's an environmental VR headset. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's not actually a game. It just produces an environment and you walk around and you've seen the videos of people ducking and they're walking in a wide open space and people are having to move tables and chairs out of the way while they're sitting there almost tripping and falling over stuff. That is the low end of the market. Yes. And that's not actually a game. It's just an interactive headset. Yes. Now, uh, years ago, uh, I went to a concert, and outside the concert was one of those big, like, festival-type concerts. And they had a uh, VR simulation where you could go in and uh, stand inside this little, like, metal ringed circle thing that had, like, a little waist-high uh, you know, guard to keep you from falling over. And they put a uh, fake gun in your hand and strapped this monstrosity of headgear onto your head. And then you were transported into like a blocky kind of Minecraft looking universe where you had to shoot things that were flying around you. Now this was back in 95. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we've gone from giant metal cylinders that you had to stand in with these huge helmets that almost make your head fall over. <laughs> Uh, down to, you know, a tiny pair of glasses you can put on your face uh, and, you know, a single controller you can hold in your hand. So there has been an advent in the technology. There has been advancement, but uh, not to the point where everybody thought we would be by now. Oh, but uh, it is fun to note. Uh, any of you watch the show Shark Tank will remember back in 2013, uh, there was a French gentleman who came onto the show. Oui, and oui. what he had done is he had developed... Uh, similar apparatus to what Jerry was just talking about, but it was actually a 360 degree, almost like a trackball on a mouse um, treadmill where you could actually run around in your environment. That's like it borderline had, holodeck. I like it that. Had, it had the uh, waist guard like he was talking about with the uh, rails to help keep you in place. You have the gun. It's a smaller headset. Now, none of the people on Shark Tank, none of the sharks decided to invest in this technology or in this guy's company. He wound up raising the money on his own. He just signed a contract with Dave and Busters to put his device in Dave's and Busters. And Dave and Busters is freaking awesome. It is. And it, now it just got a lot cooler because now it has a yeah. VR game. Because usually I just go in there and own kids on Mario Kart because they think they can drive and they have no <laughs> idea how good I am at the game. But <laughs> now I get to do cool stuff like that. 
Yep. Oh, and uh, full disclosure, I was going to tell this story sometime in the podcast, so go ahead and get it out of the way. Uh, anybody who's ever been to Epcot Center, you know they have those 360-degree movie theaters uh, where you can go in, like you'll be in Canada or you'll be in China, you'll be in the middle of a field, you'll be watching something uh, fun. So they had one that was in Canada, and it was a bird's-eye view from a guy on a hang glider who was going over the edge of a waterfall. Now, anybody who knows you get into a uh, VR system like that, it can overwhelm your senses and make you feel like you're really there. So this guy took a sharp banking turn to the left after he came on that, and I fell the fuck over. Like, I was convinced I was turning to the left, and I just went, boom, and right on the floor in a room full of people who had no idea what the hell had just happened to me. So I just kind of picked myself back up on the floor, like, okay, that happened. All right, well, I guess we'll deal with this elbow bruise and shame later on sometime, because, yeah, it was pretty brutal. You know, you could have just come up with some sort of excuse. I could have. I mean, you could have said, you know, you were standing up, you locked your leg, your leg fell asleep. I mean, yeah, but, people would have bought that. Yeah, but the embarrassment, the shame overrode my ability to think critically. And so I was just like, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid video screen. Frosty Bacon Soda's going to love that story. Yeah, I'm sure she will. Yeah, she will. <laughs> uh, but seriously, folks, back to what we're talking about. Uh, the Oculus is by far the most popular platform, which Facebook paid $2 billion, again with a B, billion dollars for in 2016. It's the headset and controller of choice for PC gamers across the world. Yeah, most folks, when they think about VR gaming, the first thing that comes to their head is Oculus. That's what they right. think about. Yeah. And, I mean, Oculus has some headsets that are, like, in the low range of, like, 150 bucks, and they have some that are multiple thousands of dollars that you can purchase. It uh, depends on how much money you're willing to spend and how much you love VR gaming. Yeah, I don't love it that much. I'm I'm like I'm like in three hundred dollar in love with VR gaming. I could probably uh, I could probably get away with that. Uh, no, no, I, I can't. I it's, got too much shit to do. Adulting. Yeah, I know. But eventually, you got a kid around, and I'd love to do that. Yeah. Uh, but demand for these gadgets have far exceeded supply for months now, as their popularity has skyrocketed. Uh, skyrocketed. Projections show an increase of thirty percent in sales for this year. Now, is that because of the pandemic? Probably, yeah. People being stuck at home and want to play video games are willing to spend the money on it. Yep. Not to mention that not only with gaming, but like he was saying earlier, like you could use it to simulate a real world environment. Like, you know, you could be on the beach. Yep. You know, just listening to the waves, watching the uh, tide roll in and then watch it roll away again. Just sitting on the dock of the bay. I see what you did there. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Watching the tide roll away. Oh, I'm just a-sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Okay, that's enough of that. Oh, that was smooth. That was good, though. Smooth. You're listening to smooth jazz. Where we're going to take you into the 11 o'clock hour tonight. Yes. Coming up next, we got a smooth jazz number by Stevie Wonder. Stay tuned. (laughs) Boy, you thought, (laughs) I'm glad. I hope somebody didn't turn the volume down and all of a sudden just turn the volume up at that point. Yeah. Because then they would be confused. They're like, holy shit, did this just turn into NPR all of a sudden? Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, But seriously, folks, now, uh, PlayStation VR is the hands-on favorite for console gaming, having just released... Yes, folks, the Iron Man VR adventure earlier this year. I want to play it so bad. <laughs> I, but it's $400. <laughs> I just can't do it. And there you go, folks. That's why it's so popular. Yeah. He just talked about it, and boom, PlayStation did it earlier this year. He wants to do it. Yeah. I Who mean, doesn't, like, though? You get to be Iron Man, though. Like, 
How many of you have been sitting around the house like, man, I wish I could just start blasting stuff with repulsors and fly around somewhere? But, I mean, you could technically, like, simulate it. I just want to fly. Like, I bet it's dope to be in the suit flying in the game. Like, I want to I want to <laughs> <wanna> do it. <laughs> but uh, Beat Saber. Everybody knows Beat Saber. You've all seen the videos on YouTube or on Facebook. These guys. Yep. Slashing cubes with the the lightsabers is by far the number one VR video game on the market today. It has versions available for multiple platforms, and I'm not going to lie, I want to play it too. As a drummer, (laughs) I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. Um, I've never played a pair of drums uh, with lightsabers, but I feel like I could pull it off. Maybe. I think I could do it. Now, I mean, if there were real lightsabers, there'd be no drums left, and I'd probably lose an appendage. Well, you you wouldn't be able to get past the first, like, Two notes. It'd be. Oh shit! I well, broke. There's it. my drum set. Are you guys ready to rock? I got two lightsabers. Yeah. Due to unforeseen <laughs> circumstances, we're not going to be able to continue this com- uh, concert. But anybody want a lightsaber duel? I got two of them. <laughs> but folks, that is the current state of VR. Now, little disclaimer before we move into the next one, which we're going to take a little break yes. before we do that. But. You know what? I'll just I'll just hold off on the disclaimer. Let's no, do this. You you nail this disclaimer, buddy. Uh, the disclaimer is the future of VR. Now, this is our opinion. Yes. Based off of the information we've gathered about the past history of VR, mm-hmm. the current state of VR, market this speculation is, that we did some research on, right? That kind of thing. This is a this is our opinion of what could be. It's a glimpse into the future. We're not psychic, folks. No. If we were, we would win the lottery. And trust me, this podcast would sound so much better. It would blow the fuck up. <laughs> like, overnight. We would pay people to listen. Here's 100 bucks. Listen to the podcast. No, we're not doing that. Okay. Yeah, just stop right there. Don't no, send that email. Where's that... my $100? No, don't do that. No. But, in... you, but you can win something. Yeah, you can. And we're getting ready to talk about that because it is time to discuss the nerd. Nest. God, I love that echo so much. <laughs> it's like that feeling when you wake up in the morning, you know, you really, really got to go to the bathroom, and then you sit down in that release, and it's like, ah. I know that was kind of disgusting, but I'm just saying. So this week, uh, we are adding a very special item to the Nerd Nest. We are adding yet another loot crate box to the nerd nest. Oh boy, you gotta love boxception. Yes, a box box-ception. within a box within a box. What's in the box? What's in the box? More boxes. What's in those boxes? We don't know. We're not opening them because if we open them, we might see something we want and then we'll take it out and it won't be in the box anymore. So we're not gonna do that to you. And guys. that would be dishonest. It would be. So how do you win the nerd nest, James? I am so glad you asked, Jerry. This is all you have to do, folks. Now, some of y'all, I know some of you, Raven, claw your eyes out, 85, where are your entries? I haven't seen them. Fantastic name. Purple Fox Official, you were on our show last week. Yeah. Where are your entries? We love you, but we haven't seen them yet. Yeah. Brittany, I know you listen to the podcast. Where are your entries? Charlie listens to the podcast. Kayla stopped entering. Like, where are you guys not entering the contest? I know Kenny's still in. I know Kenny's still entering. Kenny, we love you, man. Yeah. And Will's still there. We love you, buddy. Yeah, you rock. But enter the contest. We want to give you things. things. We, and we're not even going to use the white van. No. Just kidding. There's no candy. <laughs> but seriously, folks, just send us. You could just send us one email with every keyword. Yeah, we got one this week. Yeah. Email with all the keywords in it. Yep. 
brand new listeners like, I want to win, send us one email with all the keywords. Do it. Do it. It's much easier on us. Let's email to and keep it up co- with. It costs you nothing to send the email. And folks, we are now over, over eight hundred dollars in yes. cash value in this box in Lots US dollars. Of wonderful things in there, folks. There's gift cards. There's mystery boxes. Yes. There is there are one of a kind collectible items such as the uh the Batmobile from yes. the limited edition run. The limited edition Ezio Auditori statue. Thank you. There is the uh statue from Assassin's Creed 2. Yes, that was Ezio Auditori. Thank you. Yes. Yes. You just there's said a, that sorry. There's a Mandalorian backpack in there. There's a a, a child doll yeah. From the Mandalorian there. A.K.A. You could put, Baby Yoda. Yeah, you could put him in the backpack and carry him around. What more do you want from us people? We're just giving you shit. Enter the We're contest. We're just trying to give you shit. Enter the contest. Enter the uh, contest. You know what? I'm, I know what I know to get him to do it. Enter, Enter the, the fucking, fucking contest. contest. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Into nice. the contest. Yes. Live from the Civic Center Auditorium, it's contest time. Be there. That was good. Is is it abuse of the echo? Maybe. Maybe. Don't care. Enter, Enter the, contest. the contest, please. Oh, my so, God. This week's keyword, appropriately, is reality. Reality is relative. What is your reality? It's not my reality. Is it virtual reality? Is it augmented reality? Is it mixed reality? Is, is it, it simple reality? Is it the reality you're not entering the contest? Maybe. Yes, because that is reality. You're not entering the contest. <laughs> so enter the contest. But the key word this week is reality. reality. Seriously. Yes. So enter the contest. We want to give you things. Why do we have to beg you to enter a contest to win stuff? Yeah. It's not even like we're charging an entry fee. Like if we were like, you know, send us a dollar and you get entered. I could get that. Like buy a ticket for a raffle. I'll understand it. If you're worried about us paying shipping, we don't care. Well, you don't have to pay the shipping. We're not going to send it to you and force yeah. you to pay the shipping. We're going to pay the shipping. Yeah. So enter the contest. And guess what? If we don't have a winner by next week, you know what's going to have to happen? We're going to have to throw another item in the box. Yeah. And we may have to murder somebody. Full disclosure. To get rid of the rage. Because once a rage monster comes out, there's not much you can do. Just can't put it back. No. Nothing to you. Feel someone's life drain out of their body. I'm okay, getting Jerry, 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 sorry, Jerry, sorry, sorry, Jerry, sorry. Stop. I was in the zone. I was in the zone. Where am I? What okay, happened? We're, we're, we're doing the podcast. Oh, okay. All right. All right we're up okay. to the future of VR. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and once, once again, folks, this is our opinion of what the future is. It is not an actual statement of the future. We're not psychic. Yes. But the uh, lottery numbers are 6, 18, 12, and 42. So okay. You know. you know someone's going to sue us if they Son do that and don't You're right. Full disclosure, I am not psychic. That was a joke. Thank you. Powerball <laughs> is 24. Stop. Sorry, sorry. <coughs> okay, so the future of VR. Where is VR headed? Perhaps away from the gaming market? He said quizzically. And folks, I got to tell you, there is something to be said for that because, again, we alluded to it earlier. The medical field, NASA, space exploration, and even though NASA may not be doing so much anymore, you've got to believe that a certain gentleman that just launched a flight. Yes, whose name rhymes with Pelon Tusk. <laughs> I wasn't going to name the name. I didn't either. It just rhymes with Pelon Tusk. You get it, folks. We hope so. But anyways. <laughs> that wasn't a very a clever hiding on my part, but Mr. Pelon Tusk, go look it up. But Mr. Musk. <gasps> he did it. Now we're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. What did you say I was going to do with my technology? No. I don't know what he sounds like. You, That's you, what I assumed. You've got to understand. Mr. People like Mr. Musk, Elon Musk, by the way. Yeah. 
Uh, he has been, I'm sure, you've got to believe, he's been using virtual reality technology to explore different options. Oh, yeah. You've got to believe, you've got to know that the military still uses it. Yeah, I've got to believe that Elon Musk has the holographic interface from Jarvis somewhere in his house right now. I believe that. I think he would call it Helda. Probably, but he's still got it, and I'm a little jealous. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, folks, uh, away from the market, that's very possible. That is very possible. Now, does that mean gaming won't be a thing with VR? No. No. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. But the major future for VR is probably going to be medical treatment and training purposes. Yes, absolutely. So you start with things like uh, virtual classrooms, virtual meetings that offer an excellent opportunity to implement VR technology to allow for greater interaction between people in isolation. Because right now, we're in a freaking pandemic. We freely admit that. You know, you've got online classes right now for a lot of schools, uh, people working from home. If it were possible to slap a headset on and be in your office interacting with your coworkers, see them sitting around the table, that might offer a little bit of a, you know, kind of a, a, a break from the whole monotony of just, you know, being in the house all the time. Instead of looking at a screen, you actually look around and you see the people. I mean, you're not really socializing, but you kind of are. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely, you know, break up the monotony of having to just stare at a screen all day. Absolutely. And then not to mention the fact that even in that, uh, you know, if you make a virtual classroom in a VR simulation, who's to say you can't include VR gaming to help teach a lesson? It could happen. Uh, definitely, here's another possibility. Uh, what about uh, enhancing certain experiences in life? Yeah. Like, let's say you're eating a very nice Italian meal at home, which you have freshly prepared. You've read the directions. You've bought all the ingredients. You didn't buy it prepackaged. You bought the ingredients. You actually yeah. cooked it from scratch yourself. You made your own it, gravy. It smells great. Yeah, it does. What God, if so you made hungry. what if you made yourself a nice pasta carbonara? Ooh, pasta carbonara. And you decided you wanted to feel like you were eating at an authentic Italian bistro on the Mediterranean. Yeah. How would you like to put on a VR headset and do that while you're eating? That'd be pretty freaking awesome. I'd enjoy that. Although I don't think I'd be able to see my mouth. I'd probably end up with a lot of food on my shirt. But I mean the VR headset would read that and it would actually help almost guide you. I would to hope doing so. It. But yeah. I mean I think that sounds fantastic. You could like Wake up in the morning and, you know, make yourself a stack of pancakes and go sit on the deck and look out over the mountains of the Rockies while you eat your pancakes. Yeah, why not? Yeah, get a little Rocky Mountain High. Go ahead and try it. Not not that type of Rocky Mountain <clears throat> High. We're, I mean, we're well, talking... it is legal in Colorado. Well, that's true. You could get baked and eat pancakes. And you could. Oh, I bet pancakes are delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Too bad those days are behind me. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to him, folks. No. We are not encouraging the use of marijuana. No, we are unless, not. Unless you're in the state of Colorado. Yes. By if all it's legal where away. you are, uh, do it. Away. Eat some pancakes. Let me know. Yep. N-A-K at nerdofmanellis.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could even uh, work via VR, like not just at an office, but uh, you could operate a machine from an incredibly safe distance with a VR interface. And again, we're alluding back to Tony Stark's technology, yeah. the interactive hologram that could actually manipulate physical objects. Yes, or you could even operate heavy machinery, like bulldozers, uh, dump trucks, uh, you know, what they call those big earth-moving machines. Like, you could do those from the safety of an office environment where you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, mechanical failure, uh, you know, working the controls and the augmented reality while the machine itself is being controlled by you from a distance. And, of course, as the demand for newer and better things grows, companies will be forced to innovate new and better ways to provide a fresh gaming experience. Perhaps 
enhancing smells and sensations through virtual reality. Yes, which is completely possible, like we talked about in the Assassin's Creed episode. Uh, the haptic feedback suit that Tesla designed, right. or Elon Musk designed, uh, to simulate you know harsh environments like heat for firefighters and cold for first responders. You know, like you get into a firefight and there's an explosion off to your left, and like you, you can would literally feel, feel that flash heat, of heat from that side, like radiate just on your right side. Like that would be freaking sweet. Or what about a VR headset that if you're happen to be on a beach scene, you could actually smell the salty sea air? <sighs> Makes <sighs> me want a Corona. And a lime. It does. Yes. It's Corona time. <laughs> I don't always drink virtual beer on the beach, <clears throat> but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. Oh. Uh, but what's going on with all that? What's the, the thing that's slowing us down uh, from getting there? Cost. Money. It's always money. Uh, innovation takes capital. And investors are wary to put millions into a market already heavily saturated with product without some new innovations, uh, which just makes a really vicious circle. So they don't want to spend money on new VR technology to innovate because there's so many companies out there trying to innovate, but nobody's trying to innovate because they can't find people to invest because they're worried about the product flopping because they can't innovate and then so on and so on and so on. So, it's, so what you're saying is it's kind of like neither the chicken or the egg want to take responsibility for being first. Exactly. It's like the circle of... Like, what are we doing here? Well, now, folks, full disclaimer, that is the predominant reason. But I know some of you are going to email in with some of the other concerns. I'm going to touch on those real quick, just for yep. a second, just for a second. Yes, there are the medical implications, uh-huh. which are people who have who are subject to seizures. Depending on your VR headset experience, you know, there could be flashes. There could be different colors that might off, that might uh, bring on the onset of a seizure. Mm-hmm. We understand that. Yep. Yes, that is a concern. That is one of the bigger concerns. The biggest hindrance we're saying is the money. Yes. Uh, there is also the uh, studies that have been done to suggest that um, a lack of social interaction due to VR usage uh, hinders uh, growth and mental development. Yeah. We understand all what was that. The, uh, what was the movie with uh, Bruce Willis where they piloted the robot people? I cannot remember the name of it to oh, save my life. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't and, remember and like he, and like the first time he went outside of his house, he had not been outside of his house ever. In exactly, real life, and he was scared as shit. Yeah, and like his wife had been laying in that VR bed for months, like she hadn't interacted with another human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot remember the name of that movie to save my life, but it's really good. Go watch it; it's fantastic. Uh, but like in that situation, like they live their lives in VR, like they assume like you know com- robot avatars, and that's who uh, they pilot through the course of their day. So everyone they're interacting with, the majority of them are not real people. Uh, it's kind of like the Sims on steroids. Yeah. You know, but in that situation where you're used to interacting with people in a certain way, in a certain appearance, uh, like, of course, in any movie that Bruce Willis is in, most of his characters tend to have some sort of hairpiece uh, because we all know Bruce Willis is bald. So his character in this sense has got a beautiful flowing mane of feathered hair. And then when you see him in the real world, he's bald. And he's got, you know, five o'clock shadow and he's walking around in a bathrobe because that's what you do when you're on the computer all day. Yep. But you can see how being in a VR world for that long of a period of time would kind of make you a little socially awkward, maybe even make it, maybe even make you a little fearful to interact in the yeah, real world because it's not comfortable. Yeah, it's an, it's a definite trigger for anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, possible PTSD issues. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also the uh, fears of um, addictive addictive personality disorder. Yes, because it can definitely become addictions. We we talked about that and. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah, we all know how that goes. Evercrack. Yep. <laughs> we'll forever be Evercrack. 
James is scratching his arm right now. He's fiending, and he's at fix. Don't worry, buddy. I'll go find you an old Windows 98 computer. I'll get you hooked up. Happy little trees. Hey. Happy little trees. Happy little trees. Happy little you, trees. You guys got any more that ever crack? I, I love, no, I'm not going to say that. Don't. No. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No. no. We all know where that was going. <laughs> well, everyone who's above the age of 18 knows where that was going. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but seriously, folks, moving on. Uh, for now, companies will have to simply tweak and improve the visual and auditory experiences of their games, making them as close to lifelike as technologically possible. So right now, all you have is basically little tweaks, uh, little um, little small additions you can make. Yeah, like uh, you you know improve the uh, resolution of your interface. Right. Uh, you know improve the quality of your speaker. Um, you know include you know. Uh, Improve the reaction time with your controllers or your interactive devices. Or maybe work on your audio to where it actually picks up background noises a little bit better. Like uh, while you're out battling at night, maybe you hear crickets. Yeah. Or maybe you hear the wind rustling through the trees. Or maybe you hear hoot owls or crows or any type yeah, of or like nocturnal you, you know, you're walking through a, a wooded or glen and you put your foot down and you step on a twig and it yep. snaps. And you yep. hear the echo like it sounds like you're really stepping on that. Right. Right now, with the the state of VR gaming and where it's at right now, that's really the best we're going to get uh, for the time being. But the obvious next leap in tech, this is what everybody is talking about when they're talking about the future of VR. The obvious next leap in tech is interactive holographic VR. Now, what we're talking about, we talk about that is kind of like, uh, you remember us talking about, um, we talked about the holodeck before. From Star Trek. From Star Trek. Uh, where it's uh, they look real, they feel real, but they're interactive holograms. You can touch them because of force fields. Force fields give them mass, and that's what allows you to touch them. This won't be quite that advanced. Uh, it'd be more like if you wanted to call it like a low-budget uh, holodeck. So it would allow you to interact with an environment with the use of very limited equipment, possibly a small set of glasses uh, and a you know a small pair of gloves that will allow you to touch these holographic VR um, projections in the environment but that's no, where they're talking about going yeah no holographic booty calls yet no although uh there is a um there's a funny question that people always ask like um if you do have relations on the holodeck um where do the results of that go it's a question just know that there's somebody who has to mop the holodeck okay that's all we're going to tell you <laughs> because yeah just oh my saying. god, that is that is like the guy saying. that has to work at Piccadilly Square. Yeah, I know. That's like the guy that cleans up after New Year's at Times Square. Uh, like, what the hell is wrong uh, with you people? Oh, no. I'm just saying, no. it, it has to happen. I you, know it does, but You no. don't like to think about it, but there's a guy. That's his job. They're like, Tony, Holodeck 3, Riker was in there again. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Not that guy. Jizz mopper. Yeah, pretty much. I wasn't going to say the word, but there you go. I'm just gonna. Why not? You, <laughs> it you know it, it. You know it. We we all but said it. So yeah. Fuck it. Jizz mopper. Jizz mopper. Which is a great name for a band, by the way. You're free to use that. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying. It's a good one. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, come to the stage. Jizz mopper. Oh, wow, that got weird. Okay, yeah, let's bring it back. <laughs> Moving on. But uh. Finally, folks, uh, on a broader note, uh, virtual reality could literally be used to bring the world together, allowing people to interact across language barriers and country borders in a shared virtual experience. Yeah. Dating, gaming, conferences, conventions, you name it, it could all be done from the comfort of home. Yeah, like it could literally, uh, like let's say you have a friend in Spain. 
who speaks no English and you speak no Spanish. Uh, there's no reason these headsets couldn't translate the language in real time to you where you guys could speak to each other. I mean, we already have something like that with the Google Translate. Right. So but I mean, Google, it, work on it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not impossible to do when yeah. you think about it. It really isn't. No, it's not. Um, you know, if you had to make like a tech presentation, you could do it from the comfort of your own home and everybody could see everything you were doing. Yeah, exactly. World peace meetings, like this could be the technology that heals the world. Yeah, absolutely. I or mean, it could be the technology that rips it apart with virtual war. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's a, and, and that's the flip side of the coin. Yeah, it's a 50-50. Uh, it's, uh, VR is one of those technologies that as good as the possible benefits are, the ugly truth of yeah. the possible negative benefits or negative side effects are there as well. Yeah, I mean, we're all familiar with the Predator drone. Right. We are. Uh, if you've ever seen the setup of the rig of the guy who pilots a Predator drone, it is very, very close to being VR. Yeah. Uh, he's got, you know, a 360-degree view of the environment around him. He's got controls of the actual uh, drone itself. He's got control of the weapons. Uh, he's able to pinpoint his targets from, you know, a very good distance away uh, with laser precision. Now, uh, that's great for him because he's not actually in the combat zone. But that's one step away from, you know, people piloting robots or virtual avatars, you know, to fight in wars overseas or on domestic soil. Um, it is a bad, bad thing to think about, but it's a possibility. Yeah. And folks, you got to you have to address it when you're talking about this. You have to address it. Yeah. And, and the reason we have to address it is because we want people, our listeners out there to understand it is our hope. Yes. It is our sincere hope that the advent of VR will ultimately lead to something great yeah. that will actually be a benefit to the world. And while we know there are people who are going to take it and prostitute it and just manipulate it into something very ugly and very destructive, uh -huh. there are going to be those that do it. Yeah. We hope that the majority of the effort that's put into it will be used for good. I mean, and it's a pretty safe assumption to say that the vast majority of it will be done for good. We can we can say that. Yeah. But like I said, there's always that one person who's going to find a way to say, how can I make this better for me? Not for everybody, just for me. And, you know, it's the sad fact of the world we live in. So. Yep. Yeah. But on a, on, a, on, a, on a lighter note, because <laughs> we just went Debbie Downer on you guys. So, of course, we got to talk about VR and pop culture because yep. we haven't done it in a while and we know you guys miss it. So, we like taking our idea of the podcast that was given to us by Frosty Bacon Soda. Thank you so much, ma'am. And we're going to take it right back into the real world for you. We're going to talk about some of your favorite pop culture references to VR. Mm -hmm. And the obvious first one, obviously, The Matrix. I know Kung Fu. For the last time, no, you do not. Damn it. I need to learn how to fly a helicopter. Okay, now I can fly a helicopter. I really need that, though. I need, I do need that in my life. Could you imagine? I mean, not even using it for, like, stupid stuff, like Kung Fu and piloting a helicopter. Like, I need to know how to fix my alternator. No, no, no. Click. I take that Boom. Back. If a guy comes up to me when I'm in Walmart and he says, you know what? I'm going to jump you in line. No, no, I'm in line next. Motherfucker, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I think I need to learn Kung Fu in like five seconds. Okay, yeah, but I mean, Kung Fu is a pretty big escalation. Maybe just learn like some ground and pound MMA. Like you don't need to go all like, you know, and go all on. Uh, okay, if the guy's got 
more muscle than bone. Well, everybody does. But what the hell am I saying? I don't fucking know. <laughs> this guy's fuck, extra fuck, bony. I'm moving on. Moving on. <laughs> fuck it. I'm, I can't talk today, folks. I'm sorry. Them bones, them bones, them dry bones. And, of course, you're, this isn't going away anytime soon. Nope. Asshole. Anyways. <laughs> Love mo- you, buddy. Anyways, moving on. Uh, but obviously the next one is going to be Ready Player One. Yes, fantastic movie. Of course, we talk about the virtual world of Oasis, the you know the, the gaming system that you use in that game, in that movie rather, uh, which was wonderful. Like I want to drive a DeLorean so bad, but maybe one day. Maybe we've already mentioned it, of course. But the holodeck from Star Trek: The Next Generation um, is obviously a form of virtual reality exactly and we've already discussed that we so, did but we do want we had it on the list we need to mention yeah. it uh now next is going to be one of mine and jerry's old oh, school favorites yes. and they did a reboot of it and so that means you guys have probably heard of it tron yes tron is so good even the old movies fantastic go back and watch it you will love it tron legacy was not bad we're not going to get into that but it was an okay movie and that's all you need to know yep so uh, another old throwback. Some of you may be familiar with this. Some of you may not. But there was an old movie back in the early '90s. I think it was. Yep. Yeah, the Lawnmower Man, uh, which was a based on the Stephen King short story. Yep. Uh, and in this particular one, uh, there was a doctor uh, who was using ho- the virtual reality uh, to teach chimpanzees how to fight. I know that sounds crazy, but they were going to use them as basically expendable soldiers. Uh, but the guy thought his technology could be actually used for good, so. He uses it to make a uh, simple uh, gardener uh, and you know landscaper to be smarter, and it ends up giving him psychokinetic powers uh, and drives him insane. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bad twist to that, but it does make him smarter though. He gets super smart there for a while. Yep. Till he goes crazy, and starts killing people. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Indeed, indeed. Uh, next one. This is again another another older reference. Yeah. But this but also a, did have a remake. Yes, it did. Uh, really good movies, both of them. Yes. Total Recall. Yes. I need to get to Mars. <laughs> take me there. <laughs> get to the chopper. Uh, Arnold, you can't take a chopper to Mars. I know that. Listen to me now and stab me later. <laughs> so I know it's a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger person. I don't care. It was ha- it was halfway decent, actually. It. It I'm just I, was like, I need to speak to Sarah Connor. Like, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, another good example. We'll go yes. ahead, Jerry. Another great one from uh, back in the day, Johnny Mnemonic, starring Keanu Reeves. Now, Fantastic movie. Now, we mentioned this during one of our other episodes when we talked about role-playing games, and we talked about a game called... Cyberpunk and Shadowrun. Shadowrun. Yes. Uh, and it's, you know, Johnny Mnemonic was not based off Shadowrun, but had a lot of those same elements. Yes. Uh, but Johnny Mnemonic, really good example of VR. It's a fantastic movie, by the way. Early, uh, young... Keanu Reeves. Go yep. check it out. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, next one is a movie that starred Denzel Washington. Yes. Called and Russell Crowe. And Russell Crowe. Now, that's a lineup. Yes. And it was called Virtuosity. And it's so good. Yes. Man, it is it's great. good. great. Like, if you ever want to see something that can happen when virtual reality goes way wrong. Way <laughs> yeah, wrong. Go watch Virtuosity. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one is... Yes. Avatar. Not Avatar The Last Airbender. Avatar, Avatar The Giant Blue People, James Cameron movie, made a billion dollars, super popular. By the way, a funny anecdote about that movie. I've never had a chance to talk about it before. Uh, I'm a big fan of reading on the toilet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are. Yeah. And so there was a book my wife got me uh, that's like, I don't know, about eight inches thick. Uh, and it's all like, you know, funny anecdotes and stories 
um, that uh, people, you know, tell about things that, you know, just funny facts. And so one of them uh, was a list of movies uh, that had been proposed and had would, would never get made because they were way too much money. And you know what the last movie on that list was? Avatar. Because when James Cameron wanted to make it was back in early 2000. The technology did not exist to make the movie. And it would have cost them something like $400 million to do it. And so the theater, I mean, the uh, movie producer said, just no. It just can't be done. He's like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going to do it anyway. And he did. And it turned out to be a great movie. As a matter of fact, it was the number one box office draw of all time until... Yes. That beautiful, beautiful bastard of a movie. Avengers Endgame. <sighs> Tony, I miss you so much. I love you 3,000. Oh, my God. I love you 3,000. <laughs> oh, you have to die. <laughs> Which, you know, when you think about it, really pisses me off. Why is that? Because Strange had the time stone. He could go back and bring him back to life. Mm, well, I mean, after yeah. they after they killed him, yeah, after they killed... Yeah, yeah. after they killed Thanos, bring him back, man. Like, come on, really? Eh, yeah, yeah. I mean, t- Cap fucked up the timeline. You could fuck it up to bring Robert Downey Jr. back. But we're not going to get into how Cap fucked up the timeline. We're not going to do that. It's a whole other episode. Maybe we'll do a podcast one day on how Cap screwed up the timeline in Endgame. Because that'll be like some real brain drain, but it's a good one. And next, we're going to move on to Inception. Yes, which you, we are obviously a fan of because we reference it about a billion times. <laughs> we have Podception. We have Boxception. Yes, we, we have, have all sorts of sections. Yes, Inception, Inception, Inception. Yep. Do we have Inception, Inception? Yeah, we do. I'd say so because we mentioned it a bunch of times. Inception. In, 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 Inception. Yeah. Something. Anyways, but Inception is a really good example. Yes, and it's a fantastic film. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's borderline on being virtual reality or not, but the way that they explain the way the technology works is that they use it to simulate uh, you know, an actual dream sequence. So what you're seeing when you're watching the movie is not the actual guy's dream itself. Uh, it's an actual virtual reality environment that they're entering, right? which is why they're able to manipulate it. And then I had to throw this one in for a, a few fans of the podcast because I know you guys are listening. So Charlie, Kayla, Kenny, I know you guys are fans. Sword Art Online, which is a very, very popular anime, uh, which is actually based on the game in the game. I mean, in the anime, Sword Art Online. Yep. Uh, and it's a fantastic show. If you haven't ever checked it out, please go do so. Yep. Uh, we're going to at least mention it, the Batman VR game. Yes. Uh, it's not pop culture. It's an actual game. But this has been one of the more popular VR games, mm-hmm. uh, very highly anticipated, just because you get to use the grappling hook on the arm. Yeah. And a lot of people are a big fan of that one. And you get to be freaking Batman. You get to be Batman. Yeah. I mean, technically, according to string theory, there's a universe where you are Batman, but in this one, you get to be it in this universe, and that's pretty okay. That's pretty okay. I'll take it. Yep. I'd much rather be Iron Man, but I'll or take Superman. Batman. I don't know, man. Like... Superman would be a bit of a stretch. Like, that could be a, a, a real bad complex to have. Like, you get out of the game and you're like, somebody's trapped behind that door. Crack my hand. Fuck. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Because you don't want to get too immersed in the environment because when you're beating stuff up, you don't want to, like, take the headset off and find out that you, like, you know, punched your grandma or knocked your big screen TV over. Yeah. You know, what was that crash? I don't know. I've got to fly away. You know you're just standing there with one leg on the ground going, Shh. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I would be in VR, too. And then yeah. I'd fall over because I have shitty balance. But. <laughs> <clears throat> That's neither here nor there. Uh, 
This one's been fun, folks. Yes. So that, in a nutshell, is the current state of VR gaming, the future of VR gaming, the real world of VR gaming, if you will. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. And I know I say that word indeed a lot, and I actually got some feedback about that. But who, who who gave you feedback about that? Someone said I say it a little too much. No, there's no such thing. I like it when James says indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I was trying to come up with another word. Absolutely. But you know what? I'm going to go with it. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get honest about that, not the number of times we say um in an episode. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. We're ummers. We're, we'll admit it. You know, we both took public speaking in college, and yes. we yeah, you know, we got drilled into our head. You don't say um or er in a conversation. Or, uh, or, or whatever. Uh. We get that. We get it. But, you know, this is, this is really relaxed. We like yeah. to make it like a conversation we're having with you all. We're just two dudes sitting around in our underwear. Talking into microphones. Well, I mean, we're not in our underwear. Well, we have on underwear, but I, yeah. at least I hope I didn't Gary say does. we were I know only I wearing our underwear. I just said we were in our underwear. Okay. I was going to let them, you know, use their imagination. Okay, fair enough. Fair point. Yeah, we could put point. on some, like, sexy music. You know what? That's what I'll start saying. Fair point. Good point. Fair point. And now you can imagine us in our underwear. Those beats are fresh. They're straight fire, son. <laughs> well, no, folks, they're not. We apologize. <laughs> we're so sorry. We're sorry for the last two minutes, folks. <laughs> but seriously, folks, one thing we are not joking about is we thank you so much for joining us again for yes, another episode. Thank you guys so very much for this. Like, we really enjoy coming together and uh, record these episodes. And the thing that makes it super fun is knowing all the emails and the messages we're going to get about. Uh, so the funny, uh, like I got an email last week about the comment I made about uh, the manatee and you pretending to be a manatee and getting hit by the boat. It's like, oh, no, he got hit by a boat. Somebody sent me that in a, in, in a text and just with about 18 crying, laughing faces because they just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah, we, we, we do this because we enjoy it, but we also do it because we know you enjoy, you enjoy it, it. And that's what makes it so much fun for us. Uh, could not have said it better. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Indeed. Now Jerry's going to start indeed, saying Indeed, 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 indeed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, seriously, folks, again, it bears repeating as many times as I can repeat it. If it weren't for you listening at home, Anchor.fm would have already dropped us yeah, because they do like have a, a bad habit. They do have a minimum listener count that they look for. Yeah. And, and if, if we you, weren't hitting that, we would be out the dough. Yeah. Faux show. But thanks to you all listening, we're, we're good. We're yeah. better than good. We're great. We're great. And we're going to continue to bring you top quality podcasts for as long as they will allow us, which is forever. And as long as our wives will put up with us. Yeah. Which is hopefully forever. Hopefully. Yeah. But I mean, if, if all else fails, we'll just marry each other. And just continue to do podcasts. I mean, it's no big deal. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm sorry. You saying I'm not good enough? Fine. Okay. You, you know okay. You got me in a box here, Jerry. Okay. I, I, there's no answer I can give you that's going to make this work. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of. Yeah, no, you can not say. Fair. You can say yes. You are good enough, but I don't want anything to happen to our friendship. See, that would have been a perfect answer. Okay, I'll use that then. No, that's my answer. You can't use it now. <laughs> Who says I can't? They're just words. You're right. Fair enough. I'll accept that. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. You're awesome. <laughs> You're awesome, too. I love you, buddy. Uh, but seriously, folks, uh, and don't forget, you can always find us on our social media yes. outlets. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Nerdman Knowledge Podcast. You can. You can find us on Twitter at Nerddom K. Indeedly doodly. You can find us on Instagram at Nerdman Knowledge, where we have stuff. There's posts and things. And videos. And posts of things. And things of posts. 
And memes and pictures. Oh my! Yes, it's fun. And of course, you can always email us at our new email address, which is nak at nerddomainknowledge.com. That's N-E-R-D-O-M-A-N-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E dot com. We've done it, folks. It has taken us 17 episodes, which is a little over two spellings per episode, because I think we got in three a couple of times. We have officially reached 40 and 0. Uh, the streak and, that would never be broken. And of course, you can still reach us at nerddomandknowledge at gmail.com. Yep, that's N E R D O M A N D K N O W L E D G E dot com. At gmail.com, right? Yes, that's 41. Some 41. That's some 41 <laughs> spellings there, James. <laughs> uh, I did the fact, thing. He did the thing. I did the thing. He did the thing. <laughs> we did the thing. We did the things. Okay. But also, folks, you can also, if you want to become a sponsor of the yes. show, you can find us on Patreon. Search for Nerd Demon Knowledge Podcast. You can't. And now, please, again, please understand, we're not asking you to sponsor us. We'll continue to make episodes. Uh, we'll find a way, okay? Uh, because we enjoy doing it. We enjoy doing it for you. We know you guys enjoy listening to it. We'll continue to do it. But... Um, you know, we have things that we want to do, equipment that we want to get, ways we want to improve. Um, you know, and we're doing what we can to come up with the money to do those things. And so if you want to help us out with that, we would appreciate it beyond words. And of course, you know, the gifts that we add to the nerd nest box, we don't complain. We really nope. don't. And I'm not complaining right now when I say this, but we do come up with that out of our own back pockets. Yes, we do. Uh, with some exceptions, because we do have some sponsors that are helping us out a little bit. Indeed. Uh, but even they can't do so much. Yeah. And, you know, so we're doing the best we can with this and uh -huh. we're doing fine and we will continue to do okay. Like I said, we'll continue to do this for as long as, as we know you guys are listening and we know you guys are listening. So we're just going to continue to do it for forever. But if you feel like you want to give a little bit extra, you feel like you want to help us out in a different way, uh, you know, slide over to Patreon, do, you know, $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month, whatever you can, uh, you know, deal with. We'd appreciate it. Um, you know, and like I said, we're not asking you to do it. We're not saying, please, please go sponsor us. You know, you don't have to. But if you want to, you feel like you need to do it, or you feel like you want to do it, go ahead. We're not going to stop you. And again, we are looking at starting here soon uh, gifts for certain levels of donors. Yes. Uh, but that's going to be coming up in the future. Yeah, we're going to work out the details on that. And we're going to put that information out there. Yes. So, uh, in the meantime, folks, thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, we're about to do trivia here in a few minutes, so we will be putting up on our social media what next week's topic will be. Yes, you will find out about it probably Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it'll be up on Twitter, Facebook. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, we'll put, a, put up a couple of videos on TikTok about it if we yep. have to. So, Yeah. But so, as always, folks, I am Jerry. And I am James. And this has been Nerdum and Knowledge. First in your podcast list. Last picked in Dodgeball. We'll catch you guys later. Later on, folks.